Greetings, everyone. This is I'm Right. I'm Right. And I'm Jill Cox Cordova. I'm Anthony Cordova. Yes, I am. Yes, you are. I am. You doing all right this week? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. I Me can't too. complain too much. Me too. All right. So, um, listeners, uh, every week we say we want to hear from you. And we especially love it not only when you comment on something we have said, but when you offer suggestions of what you'd like to talk about. Yes. So this week's episode uh, relates to that. Um, we are uh, talking this week about healing relationships. It's part of a segment that we call Stand By Your Stands. So to... Uh, Make it clear what exactly we're talking about. I'd like to read the comment that one of our listeners, Dennis, uh, posted um, on our blog, um, and he gave us this idea. So, yeah. and I'd like to thank you, Dennis. We we really love this topic, so we really do appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Dennis. Okay, um, I'm going to read an excerpt from it, um, and this came after the events of January 6. And he writes, it seems like there is some fundamental change needed in U.S. society before we can be kind to folks who are willfully misinformed and brimming over with grievance against anyone who does not look like them or agree with them. Listening to these folks is like a holiday dinner with a whole battalion of crazy uncles. He writes, I would love to hear you two talk about healing relationships with people living in an alternate reality. Do you think there's any hope, short term or long term? Wow. So, again, thank you, Dennis. Thank for you. That. Wow. But I mean, like, wow, that's a that's a big one. And I, sure I, I would um, I would guess that the events that happened at the Capitol um, is spurring this topic. Well, he says that. Yes. So, uh, what do you think about the events that has happened lately, Jill? Well, first of all, I was not surprised. You weren't? No. Why not? I keep hearing people say, this is not who we Americans are. But guess what? This is exactly this who is Americans exactly, are. Well, not some Americans, yes. for sure, but as a country, this is historically what has happened for hundreds of years. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So this we're just seeing it in our lifetime. Yes. Play yes. out. Yes, we are. And people um, need to remember history. Yes. Because usually whatever happens today has happened some other time in History. As they say, um, history repeats itself. That's right. So we really need to pay attention to uh, what's happened in this country or throughout the world in the past. Right. Because and we're seeing it play <laughs> this, play out again. I used to wonder what what kind of person I would have been like during the civil rights movement in the 60s. Uh -huh. Now I don't have to wonder because it's playing out in my lifetime. Um, okay. But to get to don't Dennis's um, point, uh, there are people out there who insist that the election was a fraud, that our president-elect Joe Biden did not win, 
They're insistent on it when there's absolutely no evidence to support that. Yeah, but what, isn't there a saying, if you tell a lie enough, people begin to believe it? I think the liar begins to believe it. <laughs> Not the people they're telling it to. <laughs> no, the people that he's that, that, that telling the lies to believe it too. No, that's not true. Oh, yes, it is true. Do you believe that? Just about half of America believes the lies that have been told. I actually disagree with that. I don't think they believe it. I think they're insisting on rewriting history because guess what? That is also historical. That that is, and and some of them have to believe. I mean, uh, if you look at what happened in Germany with Hitler, all of these people that followed Hitler were just like normal people. They were just normal people. And then once the rhetoric started, they started following. They heard what they wanted to hear. Right. But isn't that part of how cults are formed? Yes, it is. So it takes a leader (laughs) and followers for a cult to exist, correct? Yes. And and some people have a follower mentality. Yes, I would agree to that. Now, I'm of the mindset that that we all need to know when to lead and when to follow. Mm -hmm. And the people I associate with you know, that I consider friends or even people I talk to on a regular basis. I do believe they have the ability to to do both. They lead when they need to. They follow when they need to. Okay. But the people we're talking about with the alternate reality, they're mostly a follower mentality. They're perfectly happy to follow somebody. I'm not that person. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah, well, that's evident. You know, we can see that. Yes. Um, But I think uh, Dennis brought up, well, how do we heal from this? And that's a Especially when we actually know people who continue to say that what we saw, well, now they're even saying what we saw is not what we saw. Yes, yes. But yes, they've yes, been yes. saying that with all the uh, black people who were murdered. Yes, They yes. said we didn't see what we, we saw. Didn't, we didn't see it. That, that's right. They, you know, because people create their, their own, own reality. reality. <laughs> see, their own reality. But, we, but I do they're... know people who, who I know people, and it disturbs me that I actually know people, but I'm finding that they are living in this alternate reality. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they're perpetuating this is this, this is alternate reality. This is true. Uh, I heard recently that a lot of adult children are having issues with their parents, their which are uh, senior citizen age, um, because they started following um, everything that's been happening in the country for the last four years. And started believing uh, the QAnon type of things. And and it was really cult-like. Because someone that's in a cult, it doesn't matter how you try to reason with them. They're not going to hear it. They, they have a answer or a reply for everything you say. 
Yes. Because their minds have been uh, manipulated. Um, so, but they're also and, willing to believe it. Well, it takes a certain it takes a certain, certain type mind. of mind <laughs> yes. to be manipulated. Yes, um, it does. I guess that's why some people are easy to hypnotize, and some people it takes a little more time. It, it it's a matter of how strong your will is uh, in your mind. You know, your mind is. Yes. So. Um, so, uh, but anyway, a lot of these people are, uh, uh, the, the children of the parents that have been manipulated, they absolutely can do nothing with them. They can't talk to them reasonably. But don't um, you, be- do, do you think, at least in some of the examples I have seen that, that are, that illustrate what you just described? Mm-hmm. It seems they always believed it all along, but they had to, because of the way the country used to be, they had to keep that in check and not show it. And now when they finally get someone who encourages them to show it, now they are. They didn't just decide over the last four years that they believe it. They believed it all along. Listen. You cannot tell me that they believed all along that <laughs> the Democrats were eating babies. They didn't believe that all along. They they didn't. What are you talking about? Democrats eating babies. What are you talking the, the, about? Yeah, the QAnon people believe the Democrats are eating babies. I don't understand that statement. It's quite simple. They believe the Democrats are getting babies killing them and eating them to get their life force. What? <laughs> Come on, Jill, you've heard that before. No, I have not. It's true. Yes. They that's this is one of the, of the things they believe. And what's their evidence? Yeah, they said Hillary is eating babies. What's and, their evidence? Don't ask me. It's QAnon. <laughs> okay, so what you're describing to me is what a Christian would say about faith. Faith is something unseen, but you believe it. Uh, so it doesn't sound like faith to me. They have not seen any Democrat eat a baby, but yet they believe it. They believe they must have some evidence. No, they must not. They must have found like um, some baby brains on Hillary's fork or something. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I think it originated from um, stem cells. So, I think this goes back to you were saying so, at the beginning of this episode. If you say so, something long enough, you start yeah, believing yeah, it. Yeah, but there there is truth into um, uh, the science does use uh, uh, discarded fetuses to. Um, you know, get their stem cells. So that's that. There is some truth in that. Okay. So all these scientists are Democrats. Is that what you're trying to say? And no, then they I'm, eat no, them? no, I'm saying they're just scientists. And but then they eat them. No. I don't understand the cannibalism part of no, it. No, 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 no. The, the the Democrats that are higher up on the on the on, on the, the totem pole. on the total pole. They are they're the ones, uh, according to QAnon, eats eats babies. Okay. To get their life force All right. and strength. So, but people believe this. Um, 
it is cult type behavior. Yes, it is. Um, and I don't know if uh, any of our listeners have had any family members that are in a cult or cult like behavior. But in my family, we have some family members, a family member that's uh, in an organization that has cult-like behavior. Yes. And throughout the years- I would actually call that organization a cult. Okay. Okay. But I'm not going to call the organization out, but um, (laughs) they have been in it many years. And the question is, how do you heal from that, you know, as as a family member? Now, I have been trying to heal from that for probably the last 40 years. Can you describe what you're healing from? What's what's what kind of pain did you feel from that? Well, in this particular cult, um, the the participants in the cult are not allowed to have. It is discouraged. Let's put it that way. It is discouraged to have any relationship with family members that are not in the cult. Correct. Yes. And it is also their job to continually try to convert family members, friends, anyone else they come into contact with to not anyone else they come into contact with, but many um, into this cult. Okay. Um, And then if they see they can't get you in the cult, um, it's kind of like you're disowned. Okay. Okay. So and, it's that feeling of abandonment in that you that you felt. Is that yes? The pain? It's 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 that you know I can't have a relationship um, with the sibling of mine because they are in this type of cult. Okay. Um. So it has always put a strain on our relationship, and at this point now, um. We are estranged. I mean, it, we don't. You still really... hear from him, though, every now and then. Yeah, but I, I'm. T- I give a reply, but that's that's about it. I, I mean, he reaches out sometimes. Yes, just but, to check on you. Yes, kind of, sort of. Yes, but you know, I I know that the the things that they have done um, to destroy people that uh, have left the cult is horrible. I mean, yes. it's really horrible the things they have done yes. um, to family members and, and friends um, and the things that they let slide, uh, the illegal things that happen to people within the cult. Mm-hmm. And they just turn their head to it because it happened within the cult. So you've been dealing with that long before I even met you. Yes. So how... What have you how, done to try to heal? How did I heal? Um, Are you healed? Uh, no. No, I, I just had to make up my mind to try just to stop trying to have a relationship with this person in okay. my family. Okay. Because otherwise, so it's, just, did, it's it, just too painful. You okay. know, this, so this, it's not cancel culture where you just blocked no them no, from no, your life no if he if he um you know sends a text to me i will answer the text but i i will not initiate a text or a phone call or or anything right. else and the texts are pretty superficial yes 
And during these texts, you sometimes, they also try to convert me. Yes, yes. They'll say (laughs) something sometimes. Yeah, they try to convert me to uh, this uh, way of living uh, that goes against everything I believe in. Yes. So um, how do you heal? I, I haven't healed. You know, it still pains me that I'm unable to have a relationship with him. But that is, this is one of the, this is the way it is. I can't do anything about it. I've so tried. You, so you choose to not engage in yes. this. Okay. So is, so to go back to Dennis's question, is there hope in general for people who are dealing with loved ones who have whatever their alternate reality is. In my opinion, there is no hope because the only person that can make that change is the person. Is the person. That's, that's and we can't control other people. We can't do it no matter how hard we try. Yes. And you know how um, you've heard about parents of um, children that have gotten in a cult, you know, teenage children and all that. And they used to, kidnap the child and you know away from the cult and deprogram uh the child yes um i don't think that's a good thing to do either because you know that the child is already in enough conflict right but when and you if forcibly you remove, remove, remove them, them from what they've always known is, yes uh, but when they get not, to be an adult they can make that decision yes, for themselves yes so yes yeah, so i know people that have left this particular cult but all on their own, right? They and they started, were an adult when they they did were it. adult. Yes, yes. But it it's but they're still being they're still running into issues of deprogramming. Yes, yes. Because especially if they were born into, into this yes. cult, um, and so it's it's a it's a terrible thing. So you know all the things that are going on uh, in this country right now, um, we can't do anything about them but we can do something about how we interact Mm -hmm. with each other yes okay yes and that's where the strength comes so the people that are not in this said cult (laughs) in this country which i think it is um us that are not in it we need to just create a stronger bond and also make sure that we don't do anything that relates to the things they do within this cult or the way they feel about people in this country related to that yes, cult. Yes, I, I think it gets by to that. It's cliche, but, and, you know, I normally you, you avoid. Do not like cliches. I avoid cl- cliches. But in this case, I, I think it's useful to say or to remind people that, um, in in life in all of our relationships our we should not react to something someone does or says we should respond and, and what's the a, difference the difference is reaction is pretty impulsive and most most of the time it's an eye for an eye mm-hmm. whereas if you take the time to respond you're still being who you are without in my opinion, stooping to their level. You're not, it's not a revenge tactic. It's 
the response is usually internal. So sometimes you don't even have to say anything, but you just have decided just as you did to not engage. That is a response, not oh, to, a reaction. To not engage is also a response. That's what, that I what I just said. Well, no, no, I'm clarifying. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Yes. Just, yes. So choosing not, to not, not respond. respond is a response. Ah, okay. I would think, I, I agree with you, but I would think that people, um, many people would disagree with you on that. On, on the grounds of you're not, they would say, well, if I don't respond, then I'm not speaking my peace. I'm not Sometimes, getting out what I need to get out. There are other ways to get out what you need to get out without, because as we established at the beginning of this episode, we can't change other people. And sometimes people will will send a text just to rile you up just yes. because they're looking for the fight. Mm -hmm. But if you choose to not engage, what can they do? They... They, they they might do, go away for a little do, bit. They could do many things. They could they could do more, <laughs> but if they're not getting the reaction that they're looking for, then they move on to somebody else. Well, usually, well, typically that unless is, they're just evil. Typically, that <laughs> is what I try to do. Sometimes but that's hard. Let me, let me give let me give you an example. Okay. So uh, I was in this awful relationship. Okay. So not me, everybody. <laughs> no, He's not talking not about me. Any, but I was in an awful relationship. Okay? Yes. Mm -hmm. So I decided that, you know, I cannot interact with this person. So I didn't answer any more phone calls or any communication from this person. Right? Right. And this person would just keep calling, like, back to back, back to back, back to back. Right? This is before you could block numbers? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because that would be my first res response was yes. to just block their number. So um, instead, I, I just turned my phone off. Okay. I turned my so phone off. So you didn't off. have to hear it. Right. Okay. So the next day, this is probably 12 hours later, I turned my phone back on. And as soon as I turn it on, the phone rings. I mean, like, as soon as I turned it on, <laughs> the phone rings, right? But I see that it's it's not this person. Okay. It is the phone company. Oh. Yes, it's the phone company. And they uh, they sound really suspicious. Okay. Because they say, is this Anthony Cordova? Yes. Is your phone number such and such? such? Yes. Your address, yes, you know, verifying that I am who I am. And they said, well, we've had some uh, suspicious activity to your number. And I said, what do you mean? They said, over the last 14 hours, you have received 250. <gasps> Fifty-seven calls. Oh my goodness! <laughs> from one number. Wow. And it was that person. So what did you do? Or what did the phone? Did the phone company help you out? <laughs> what What happened? Yeah, yeah. They they uh, they um, blocked that phone number, and so they so they needed not... your permission to do that. Yes. I guess. 
Yes, because they thought there was some other type of fraud going on or oh. something. They do they do phone companies still do that? Well, you can do it yourself now. Well, yeah, so. you can block it. Um, okay. So, but and you know, a different time. So this was quite some time ago. But my point is, is that some people do not react very well to silence. To silence. To no contact. They want to make sure they get at you, you know, get at you. Sure. Even one of the people we know that's in this particular cult, when we give no contact, that person will still do things several times a year mm-hmm. to try to get some type of rise out of us. But that is we true. Never but we never respond. give it. Right. Yes. So they move on yeah. to other people in the family. Exactly. <laughs> well, we need to get to our second segment that we call. Give it a rest and a resolution. So I realize for the listeners, this is quite a departure for you and me yes, it to is. discuss this. <laughs> but we agree with Dennis that it must be, this topic must be addressed. So do you have a conclusion or a resolution related to this topic? Well, again, it, with when there are people like we're seeing in this country right now, we truly have to choose to disassociate with them. Yes. If you know what they are, you need to disassociate yes. yourself with them. You don't necessarily have to tell everybody what, especially if it's a family member, what they're doing and all of that, because that just creates more, more stuff. Yes, <laughs> chaos. Yeah, yes. so just, you know. Like you've heard me say so many times, I have a hands off approach. Yes. So if there's someone that doesn't need to be in my life, someone I don't need to interact, I'm just like, I put my hands up in the air. Okay. Hands off. I'm not, I'm not engaging. Yes. And that works for me, but for some people it may not work. Yes. For For some people is it is hard to purge people from your, from your life. I, I don't have a problem with that. Um, Especially when someone does show me, um, exactly. you know, that, that they're actually against me mm-hmm. and who, who I am. They know who I am. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, they want to change me. Right. You know, and again, we're not to change other people, but it's up to us how we respond. So for, for me and you, purging is the best um, response if, if you can. Yes. If, if that's difficult for you to do, um, then you have to find some way that you're going to cope. And I will recommend, before, even before we get to the advice um, section, that uh, it that response that engaging is never the right response. Okay, because it doesn't go away. No, not when you're not when you're talking to a person that has a cult like mentality yes there's there's yes. no way you're going to convince there's them no way otherwise right right you but can you can as, unite with other like-minded people yes. and their strength in numbers in that way yeah okay let's get to our third segment that we call i'm trying to help you do you have more advice i think you should go first on this one well my my advice is when you are when you encounter someone that truly just stresses you out, whether they're 
a family member, a loved one, or just someone you met, keep your distance. (laughs) Okay. Just keep your distance. Just keep your distance. Okay. Because it's not, they are out to change you. To be Uh who they want you to be. Are they? Well, there's some cults. If we're going back to oh, thinking yes, about yes, this. Yes, yes. So I'm I'm talking about uh the one that was at the Capitol. Oh, the ones that they're at the Capitol, <laughs> if they see me, they they're not trying to change me. They're just trying to kill make, you. They're trying to kill me. <laughs> but that. in some ways they're trying to change my mindset that they're trying to convince me I don't belong and that uh, I'm I'm not even human. Uh, my my life is not valuable. That's what they want me to believe. Uh, uh, this is true. Okay. This is true. But, I, you know, we all know I don't believe that about myself. That is that is, that is very true. Your advice? Um, my advice is we all have a responsibility in this that's going on right now. Um, do not pulled in, be pulled into it and just unite with uh, like-minded people yes. like you. I would even dare strength. say fight. <laughs> not like at the Capitol. Okay. But fight against injustices. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, All right. We well, that's time? that's it. We've we've had our Oh wait, we forgot our Oh, our fourth segment. Our fourth segment. So, like Dennis. <laughs> yes, please chime in uh in voicemail if you wish at 404-594-2247 and uh tell us whatever you want. Yes. If you Give us ideas topic. or yes. comment. We'd yeah. love to hear your comments, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, okay. <laughs> You've been listening to I'm Right. I'm Right. I'm Jill Cox Cordova. I'm Anthony Cordova. Thanks again to uh, Gifford Ivan Cordova III for the music, Nick Zinke for the art, and to you listeners. We know this is a departure, yes, but it had us. to be discussed. <laughs> yes, and thanks again, Dennis, for the uh, topic. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.